You don't, my, I think my microphone is picking up sounds from my stomach. From your stomach? I'm not sure if I'm hungry. You know, I just worked out, and so I think that, like, my last night's dinner is, like, swishing around in there. Uh, you know I mean, what I usually mean? they say uh, semen is not a good uh, digestion aid, you know, so oh, usually yeah, when you hear that gurgling sound, it just might be too much of it in there, so you might want to well, call it's my own semen, and I call that recycling. Thank you. Well, watch out. They might have to pump your stomach, okay? And then it's going to be this whole thing, <laughs> and you don't want to deal with that. Believe me, I had this friend that it happened to. It was totally not me. Not me. Um, <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dudes. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris... And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week in a special thankful edition of the greatest podcast in all the land. It's the Fratchat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mo? What's up, dude? What's up, Mr. Mo? What up, man? Feeling, I don't know, I don't know why I just came out like talking like I'm Snoop Dogg for a second, but I'm feeling good, feeling relaxed, feeling ready to rock and roll. Yeah, for shizzle. (laughs) Um, Uh, you know, I some of my some of my friends from Chicago liked this past week's episode, and my one friend was like, "Can you please talk about the time that um, I left an anonymous gift as a joke and forgot about oh. it, and I almost wrecked a marriage?" Oh, go on. Okay, so because you were like, "Are you a good gift giver?" or what were you asking? You were like, "Do you shop online?" Things like that. So I, I love pranks, and then one time for this. Um, By the way, great, 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 my, great listening skills on your end. I love to know that you listen to me so well that you can totally remember my questions. Yeah, fantastic. Right? That's like great, that's a whole week ago. That's a great, great co-host. You know, a lot can happen in a week. You yeah, know, yeah, to- totally, totally, especially in the world of SEMO. Let's 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 listen. Yeah. In. I don't want to have it do it. <laughs> okay, so so my friends host this. Um, uh, you know what's it called? Like a pink elephant party? Like you have to bring a gift. A pink elephant party? No, is that pink, is that um, like a gay Republicans something. club party? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Maybe. <laughs> oh no, white elephant. White elephant is a white elephant. Yeah, there we go. That's that sounds more like white the lines. elephant. Par- <laughs> but um, you know, we had we would plays like game. You know, where like you you could steal someone's gift or you you know whatever. And um. Uh, they had their own like private Christmas tree like on the side with their own gifts mm-hmm. this couple and I wrapped up a gift with no name uh, no from I just wrote to so and so and it was like a negligee oh. just to be funny uh-huh. but to be apparently there. it sparked like <laughs> this huge argument between this couple who said and, this and, <laughs> exactly you betrayed and I forgot me. about it <laughs> I forgot to like weeks later and um <laughs> I was at a Sunday brunch with a friend, oh and she was God. like, "He still like won't complain about it, and it makes me so uncomfortable." And I was like, "Wait, oh my God, I oh I'm so sorry, that was me. Oh fuck, oh I did that." God. And she's like, "Why would you send him that?" And I was like, "I did it as a joke, but I got so drunk I forgot to own up to it." Wow. I think I left early that night. I was like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." <laughs> so, needless to say, whoops. your invitation to the wedding got lost in the mail that year, and um, 
You know, there's yeah. this whole thing with the USPS. Trump's been saying it for years. It's unreliable, you know. So that's just what happens. You know, I'm sorry. Guess just couldn't make it to the wedding. Man. <laughs> I used to love doing shit like that. I used to wrap up dumb stuff, like, for even my family and just not own it. <laughs> People would be like, who the fuck gave me crest whitening strips? It's it's funny. It's funny know. that you like to wrap things up and leave them <laughs> behind not owning it because that's what your family tried to do with you at that Walmart a few years ago. But it just, yeah. you, know, you found your way back to the car and they were like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ooh, the, the irony in life. <laughs> they were like, we want a refund. And Walmart was like, we'll take back anything but this. <laughs> Try Nordstrom. He's covered in sparkles, you know, like what the fuck? Like you definitely did not. I get him like that. I just. <laughs> I love good at the young age. That's how they knew. Oh man, that's rough. That's rough. And I have to say, man, twenty twenty has been a rough year. You know, it's been a rough year for everybody all around the world who's not named Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he's. I've seen that he's had a great year. Uh, Amazon has never made so much money. Uh, so he is uh, now a, what, like a bajillionaire. I don't even know how much money that ha- that guy has. However, he can give back some more. Yeah, like right. He could do better. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, he can he can add a couple zeros. You know, if he gave us a call here at the Frat Chat Podcast, you know, he could he could turn those billions into trillions, and those trillions into whatever is bigger than a trillion. You know, just think about it, Jeff. I mean, you know, most people don't have to think about it, but you can think about it. Call us. Right. Call us. Mm-hmm. Call 1 800 69 As you can tell, SEMO came up with the number. I, I thought that was, uh, I mean, it was creative at least. People will, will definitely remember it. Hashtag nailed it. <laughs> Again, that was another SEMO hashtag. Uh, it goes with the 69 69 It's, it's, yes. it's perfect. It's a, it really is a really good marketing campaign. Uh, it does help people remember you, but it does not really go well uh, for it being a, a finance campaign. You know, But, you know, numbers, numbers are the same thing. Same thing. Uh, anyways, 2020 hasn't been all bad for the rest of us. You know, because we've learned here at the Frat Chat Podcast that to turn over a new page on the bad in life, you got to be positive about the good, you know? So this Thanksgiving season, we've decided to give thanks. I learned that shit in jail. So I can't, I can't thank the pandemic for nothing. But continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. So, so, so I was we need to be thankful. Rudely interrupted. I am definitely yeah. thankful for not being interrupted right in the middle of my sentence about being thankful it's uh you know so (laughs) this thanksgiving season we decided to give thanks for the good things that happened to us in our lives this year and i personally like to express my thanks for the following things of 2020 Uh, i'd like to give thanks to espn and netflix for producing the last dance documentary with Michael Jordan early this year and making me look like I know anything about sports and basketball in front of my girlfriend. As a former chubby guy, sports were totally not my strong suit and basketball in particular was like my worst one. You know, I was really bad. Like my basketball skills were more disappointing than Simo on prom night. You know, like I just say that. Uh-huh. Like the two saddest things to ever happen to basketball in the history of basketball were me and Kobe Bryant getting in that helicopter. That's that's like that's all I will say about my skills. How about how about you, Mister Mo? Got anything you think? Well, before? you know, I had Netflix on my list too, but it wasn't because of the documentary. Just just in general, I, I feel like we all watched a lot of shows and binged a lot of 
series and, and, you know, whatnot, marathons throughout this past few months. And if it wasn't for Netflix, I don't know what I would do with my life. Yeah. That's like, I will say HBO Max has been kind of a blessing in my life because I've been binge watching all of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And I love oh, it. And South Park, too. They have all which, South Park on there. And a little Rick and Morty. I'm glad you brought Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because I have, okay, so on my list, I am thankful for the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh. And I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like, you know, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of racism in America. Can you imagine America without black culture? Oh man, you, yeah. Like I, I think to myself, like my favorite shows as a kid were like black sitcoms. Yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Martin, you know, like like th- those were everything to me. Like living single. I, I can't imagine my childhood without that. Oh, for think sure. about like all the music you listen to and thinking about your favorite artists just in general, like think about how boring the NBA would be if it was all white guys. Just, I would just say that, <laughs> you know, know. Like, it would not have the ratings. It does people just say that <laughs> the frat chat podcast presents SEMO solves racism brought to you by the Trump campaign for reelection committee because no one's done as much for the black side. Believe me. Oh, uh, you, you don't believe me. The blacks don't believe me. Uh, I'm not supposed to call them the blacks. Uh, can we, can we, can we reshoot this ad then? Oh, it's lab. Oh, and I was totally joking. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, some presidential humor. Believe me, very funny, very funny stuff. Okay, yeah. I just think that um, uh, a benefit to this pandemic is that we all had to just um sit back and reevaluate and like put ourselves under the microscope and think about what our own like. Um, personal prejudices may be that we've never uncovered and you know um, what what types of what what are we saying and what kind of microaggressions are attached to the things that we're saying and and uh, I think that a lot of good can come from talking about this openly you know a lot of people are like oh I don't want to talk about racism oh, it makes me uncomfortable well you kind of need to you kind of just get it gotta get the the conversation going and be a better person because of it so I think that this movement, I mean, it's not a new movement, but I, I think that um, in the past few months, uh, it's gotten a lot of um, international attention, which I think is fantastic, and I'm thankful for that. That was Simo Solves Racism, brought to you by the Frat Chat Podcast. Nice. Nice. That's a good one. I like that one. And I'm also glad that you say uh, that it is, you know, it is up to us to put ourselves under a microscope and really look at what our priorities are, which is a perfect segue because I would like to thank online shopping for letting me buy all my stuff that I wanted during this pandemic and make me look good. Okay, Simo, because I realize, you know, that one of my priorities is that I need to look even better. You know, and sure, some might say, Carlos, why would you buy a three-piece suit in the middle of a pandemic? You look like an idiot wearing that around the house. And to those people, I say, let me live, mom. Okay, it's my allowance, and I do what I want with it. Okay, so hashtag priorities. I'm glad you brought those up. Uh, some, and yo, I'm not conceited. I just, you know, those, you just can't let go of those deals. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to well, say. Well, uh, to branch off from that, <laughs> yes, online chap- shopping is super important, but... <laughs> Someone help some other. <laughs> some might say it's the most are, important thing going on right now. Just that you know, just well, some might say that. Yeah, just I've I've heard that well, on Parlor. It's a new. It's like the new Facebook. Uh, it's huge. Uh, I I joined as a right wing Venezuelan. Parlor is that a real thing? Yeah, yeah, it's huge. It's it's huge. I joined I joined as right wing Venezuelan. Uh, sixty nine, sixty nine. 
Uh, so, uh-huh. so, and I and I joined you as well as Seymour likes it in the right wing. <laughs> so we're we're gonna be huge. We're gonna be huge on there. All you have to do is just you know tell people you love Donald Trump. So I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Okay, believe me. Stand down and stand by, Donald Trump. I used okay. to think he's funny, but now I just think he's sad. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so online shopping, yeah, definitely super important. Thankful for that. But I'm more thankful for the individuals that bring me my packages. And I think Ooh. that when you think of, like, essential workers, obviously I'm thankful for anyone that's had to work during this crisis, obviously, especially healthcare. But I think that people forget about um, essential workers that are putting their lives at risk when they deliver all of our Amazon packages every day. So... I'm thankful for like any like delivery service. It could even be like Uber Eats. I'm thankful for them too. All of the above. Actually, speaking of essential workers and packages, I would like to thank the porn industry for keeping on during the pandemic. Because I myself, as an actor, have only been able to work on a few projects during this pandemic and only one of them on set. So it's really good to see that some industries within entertainment can still make a living on set. And especially thankful because it keeps Simo here employed. Uh, as I mentioned before on the show, Simo uh, is a part-time fluffer in the porn biz. And some say a very good one at that. Oy. In fact, the Academy has given the best fluffer of the year award, or the fluffy, three years in a row now. And many say that he's in line for the fourth this year so you know for a part-time fluffer that's pretty fucking impressive your fingers guys so, so keep your eyes peeled and your pants unbuckled for it folks because he's set to make history here you know i would be more thankful for pornos if they invested in a couple of acting classes <laughs> no 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 because then then they're gonna start thinking about what their characters would do and you know not do and then they're gonna start demanding more pay that could revolutionize porn I mean, they could totally do that. Like, imagine, you know, that became a priority in porn, you know? So they would start hiring top dollar directors, too. Like, imagine your favorite porn was directed by Steven Spielberg. Hmm? Maybe they would even add a category in the Oscars for it, you know? Best Porn Award? Maybe Simo could win an Oscar. Or another thing they could do is just add real sex scenes to the movies you love. Wouldn't that be better? I mean, why not? Like, like you know, like you have Scarface, you know, and you could like literally just show a hooker doing a line of Al Pacino's wiener, you know, and then maybe you get a stunt double for it, so you, you could get a big Cuban-looking wiener, <laughs> a nice, un, yep. nice uncut-looking thing from the from the seventies. <laughs> Ew! Wow. You know, I um, uh, I remember watching the movie called Was It Monster Monster Ball or something with uh, Halle Berry yeah. and Believe Out the Orn- and they had to do it, and she got an Academy Award for that, and I was like. I think the Academy was probably like, I mean, she's a brilliant actress, but they're like, she earned that. Yeah, she, Ugh, she, she had to do that guy. Gross. Get, give her whatever she wants. You Angelina <laughs> Jolie sitting there like, what about me, you guys? And like, no, no, you did, you did it on the limo. On the way to like the MTV Video Movie Awards. Okay, Angelina. So totally does not count. Like, how about a little uh, self-worth? Okay, you didn't even, you didn't even do it on camera. <laughs> Maybe one could, one could argue that the secret to getting an Academy Award is fucking Billy Bob. That's true. That's definitely true. I'm ready. I mean, I'll, I'll Billy Bob. I'm stretching right now to. as we speak. I'm stretching. I'll do it if I have to. You know, I don't. I don't particularly. Oh, and speaking want to, of will. the porn industry, well, maybe not. <laughs> I got my lips done yesterday. 
<laughs> you see? <laughs> Folks, he's getting ready for that fourth year. You see, Mo. See, Mo. You know, my, my mom and I got in a huge argument yesterday because I found out that she went to an indoor baby shower Aww. on Saturday. And I was like, what were you thinking? She's like, I wore my mask the whole time. I was like, really? Let me ask you, are there any pictures on Facebook <laughs> where you guys might have removed your masks for a photo opportunity? She's like, maybe. And I was like, did you keep your mask on while you drank your Coors Light? Oh. And she was like, uh, I mean, you know, no. And I was like, you know better. You know better. What the fuck is wrong with this? We argued. And she's like, aren't you going right now to get your lips done? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Don't turn this Back around on second. me, mom. Don't turn this around on me. This is nothing to do with I was with like, Simo's I'm doing something <laughs> for myself. And it's like, and I'm also coming with my most recent negative test result. They're going to test my, take my temperature when I get there. And I'm going to a secure medical facility. Did they take your temperature when you got to the party? Did you come with your um, most recent negative COVID test? Uh, so anyway, um, it was a big argument, but whatever. My lips look great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Doc. So, so when you actually, I'm lying. They're really bruised and swollen right uh, now. Thank God for these masks. I'm, I'm thankful for masks. There we so go. So basically, you go in there and they inject your lips, and then that's it. How, how does how does this work? Okay, so you go in, and, and, it's, and um, it's collagen, right? No, uh, this is either Juvederm or some sort of like Restylane. Uh-huh. Restylane, Restylane. Uh, but um, wrestling, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> you actually go in there and make so, out with Hulk Hogan for three hours. And come out looking great. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I couldn't get it up for that moment. I really couldn't. Oh, gross. So, so, I, uh, I, so you, you go in and they put lidocaine and they smear it all over your lips, right? Uh-huh. And then you wait like 15 minutes and then your lips are completely numb. And then they, they come in and they, they, they ask you, you know, what are you looking to achieve? And they point to certain things so like, well, we're going to accentuate this area here and yada, yada. So um, as they're injecting your lips and pumping it, after they squirt the stuff in there, they're really rough with your lips. So they like, squish it around and like, like massage it and pinch your lips to make sure that everything's evenly distributed. And they encourage you to go home and continue to massage your lips so that they're not lumpy. So... Um, uh, it, it looks like if you're watching them do it in the mirror, it looks violent. Yes, that's terrifying, but I, dude. Ah! But I close my eyes and I don't see what's happening and I can't feel anything. And so I just wake up, you know, not wake up, I open my eyes and I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, great, look at that. But they're, they're so swollen right now. So you really don't know until a few days when the bruising and swelling has gone down. But I feel like, um, I feel like an Instagram model. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh my god! I feel god. like Kendall Jenner. You f- I feel like you look like that guy who's the the human Kendall. <laughs> oh wait, the young yeah. one that lives in Chicago. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> um, I, I, he, used to, he, he sucked my friend's dick. Like, <laughs> Is that where you got oh, the inspiration yes, from? Uh-huh. Those lips have never felt like that, better. I was like, that's ba- you're basically putting your dick in a flashlight. Yeah. Same amount of plastic. That's true. You know a, what I mean? They're both silicone. A flashlight with feelings, though. You know. I'm not sure if he has feelings. Ah, uh-huh. that's sad. I don't know. That's sad. Anyhow, to take this in a dark path. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you thankful for besides my lips? Well, I would like to say, Mama Mo, you should stay away from indoor gatherings like that, especially of strangers. You never, you never know what they have. But I am, you know, thankful for Simo's mama for being a loyal listener to the show, despite or sometimes inappropriate musings. 
I would also like to thank Simo's dad for supporting my Trump impression in front of America and the world. Though I would like to ask him to uh, please stop asking me to do it in bed, like I said last week. Uh, 2020 is coming to an end, which means we'll have a new president in the White House. So from now on, I will only do my Biden voice while I'm in bed, which I'm working on right now. You know, it's just going to take me some time, you know. Oh. So so I, I just ask for some patience, please, and to please just stop asking me the Trump. I will do it one last time tonight, you know, just but just tonight. And then after that, uh, I'm putting it to bed. Uh some pun intended. Okay, believe me. Just nice. some pun intended. Okay, believe me. Uh, but after that, just tell him I'm dead. Okay, it's gonna be. It's, I'm it's thankful be for house. your mom liking all my posts. Yeah. Even though, I don't know if she catches the joke. Oh gosh, did you see the the joke I posted the other day? And this <laughs> this lady was like, I, I made I made a comment that you know. Okay, so my pledge name was facial. <laughs> it was not Boston Cream. But I just posted a stupid joke about. My pledge name being Boston Cream. And she, this French lady was like, um, I'm not a native English speaker. What is a Boston Cream? <laughs> so I said, it's kind of like. And Simo an was American. like, ah, ha, ha, foreigner. Let's laugh at the foreigner <laughs> like I do every week on the podcast where I sit and laugh at the foreigner for being a foreigner. MAGA 2020. Being American. <laughs> America. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, so she's like, what's the Boston cream? And I was like, it's kind of like an American eclair. And she's like, so I still don't get it. And then some guy explained it. I was, I was rolling. I couldn't stop laughing. It's like, what an inappropriate joke to, to explain to someone. And then I looked at her profile and she joined the day before. And this was the first post that she commented oh, on. Oh my like, God. Maybe. Sorry about that. She joined specifically for you. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, let's see what this up and coming comedian has to say. Oh my God. I couldn't stop do, laughing. Do you think she just like Googled it afterwards? Or, or when someone did fill her in, her eyes just got real wide and she was like, <gasps> and then she dropped her monocle into her tea. And she's like, why? I never. I hope someone filled her in. I hope they filled her in and filled her up. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> and then you suck it out. That's called shrimping. Did you know that? Oh, no. I, that sounds gross. That sounds, that, that's, yeah. that sounds like licking uh, like, a, like a Harvey Weinstein's uh, shriveled up. Tiny, unhard wiener. You know, that's what that's what shrimping sounds like to me. You know, that's AKA how Simo used to get auditions. You know, uh, yeah, that's it's dried up since. <laughs> you know what? No, I used to get auditions. Um, Harvey Weinstein uh, would pull his foreskin <laughs> over my face and dunk me in the water, and we called that snorkeling. It actually, it actually, it actually looked like an anaconda eating prey. You know, when you looked at it from afar, it was it was yeah. terrifying. Uh, but you know, it it, it did uh, get the bills paid for a long time. So you know, we would call the baptism Harvey. over text so that the feds wouldn't know what's happening. <laughs> but it was snorkeling. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it true you found uh, the bones of many uh, lost uh, uh, struggling actor in there? You know, because I because I hear there's quite a few in there. You weren't the first. Oh yeah, not the first. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure he found uh, like a, two or three Culkin brothers in there. Not Macaulay though. He's still a national treasure. <laughs> they were they were all they were all hanging from his um, um, ceiling fans. <laughs> yeah. And they would they would chime. Some say you can still hear them tonight when you close your eyes in the Weinstein residence. Just chiming away. Like overused. That's, just that's chiming what I'm all about. Away. That's Hollywood. 
We're very green. I mean, that's true. Very green. Uh, <laughs> what you saw in there might have been more on the yellowish side because I, I, I hear there was some queso, as you call it. Uh, but other than that, you know. Ugh. <laughs> Let me get me started on dick cheese. I'm not thankful for that. That's for sure. Yeah. You saved you saved thousands on ricotta. No. So that's what that's that's, that's what I hear. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Oh god. Well, what else you got in your list? Well, it's your turn. I was just thankful for your mama. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. Um I'm thankful for Squatty Potty. For Squatty Potty, really? You really want a Squatty yeah. Potty sponsorship, don't you? <laughs> Not necessarily. I mean, I I wouldn't mind. I mean, they 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 dropped Kathy Griffin because you know she was talking about chopping off Trump's head and whatnot. But I um uh, which is valid. I get it. She so, was a that- squatty potty spokeswoman. Yeah. What? It was like a million dollar deal that she lost because she was like, "Let's do a photo holding the president's head covered in blood." That's oh a great idea. My <laughs> oh jeez. Um. But but I but I, I I really do think that my insides are more appreciative of the fact that, you know, I squat when I pot. <laughs> wow, I mean, it really does sound like they should at least uh, give you a slight sponsorship because you did just come up with that. So I don't know, just saying. I should just send them a video of me doing it, guys. I want you to see me in action. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> But I really do love it. I just I think my my dumpster is so much smoother. Uh, now I'm curious. These torpedo dookies. <laughs> the torpedo dookies. Yes, that's true. Did you end up trying the new way of pooping? And can you report back details? You did tell us. Run away! Torpedoes yeah. are down. <laughs> yeah, I'm so scared run. to uh, do it that the other way. I, I feel We're like I would miss. I feel like I'd be scared and miss, and then I look down and be a turn on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> but have you ever man. like you ever drank so much the night before that like you're pissing out your asshole? Uh, yeah. I can't imagine that having like a steady stream. I feel like that was just like oh, ah! yeah. No, no. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about torpedo stuff. I, I wouldn't want to try it myself, but I would like to hear back on someone who does. Uh, listeners, if you torpedo pooped, let us know. I, I, I'm genuinely curious about the results. Yeah. Pictures or it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, send, send us Simo <laughs> on social media at chris.moore.comedy on Instagram and Seymour Comedy on Twitter. Uh, you keep those away from me. Uh, but you can like us everywhere at Frat Chat Podcast and me as well at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And boom, you see what I did there? I seamlessly threw in some some shameless self-promotion in there so I don't have to do it later uh, but I did it in the context of the conversation that we were just having so, so then the listeners won't know that I'm actually saying this to trick them into following us on social media you know so it's it's genius as I like to say um, as many people you say you deserve a promotion so, thank you you can have Timmy's job uh, oh fuck Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> his name is Jimmy uh, thank you very much his name. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, speaking of which. Sorry, not sorry. I would actually like to thank 
the great government of America for bringing Jimmy back to us peacefully from his village in Russia and giving him a quick uh, re-education, as they called him, to, uh, to bring it back to the American side. Uh, on a side note, Jimmy, I'm really sorry about your grandma, Jimmy. Uh, the soldier said she came right for him and he had to do it, you know? So uh, who knew a sleeping woman in her wheelchair could be so dangerous, right? I didn't, you know, I had no idea. So sorry about that. It's our bad. Welcome back. We will maybe give you a raise. No, we won't. No, because we don't. But we'll, we'll, we'll buy you lunch today. We'll definitely buy you lunch today. No, we won't. I actually just bought some Pop-Tarts. Uh, they were half off at Walgreens, but he won't know the difference. So thanks, Jimmy. Thanks. Welcome back. You know what's interesting? I only like to go to um, places for cosmetic procedures if the people doing my injections are from Russia. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like they're, they're the best at... Um, you know, face stuff. <laughs> I think I think Russians are just beautiful. Come here, America, and sit down. Let me see your ugly face. Ah, I can fix these, comrades. Is that, is that how it goes? Or is that? She she told me yesterday. This lady, she was like, she's like, I'm from Russia with love. Ah. And I was like, oh, okay. That's great. I'm I'm from Chicago, um, with this accent. Oh. Thanks. Well, you should have given her a much better uh, James Bond reference than that. You know. Because that would have been fantastic, you know, because that is a great James Bond movie from Russia with love. But you probably didn't know that, even though that movie. I didn't know that. That's a really, uh, that's a movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty highly successful movie. Um, you know, I don't know if you know James Bond. I know a lot of people don't know who James Bond is. I hear it's a pretty small, pretty small side character, you know, hasn't been around that long. No, not, not since the 60s or anything. Hasn't been portrayed by like five different actors, uh, uh, you know, hmm. you know, but you know, who, who knows? Who knew? Yeah. Small characters. These small characters. No one will remember them. You live and you learn. <laughs> okay, I'm thankful for Squatty Potty. What do you think before? Uh, I was just thankful for Jimmy. Oh. You're not very good. That doesn't count. That, that totally counts. Why can't I be thankful for Jimmy? What's wrong with Jimmy? Because he's a worthless piece of shit. Dude, he's sitting right there. Jimmy. No, he doesn't, he doesn't mean you, Jimmy. He means the other Jimmy that we know. Uh... You know, Jimmy drinks things out of the refrigerator like he just takes the top off like a carton and drinks and puts it back. I'm like, hello, COVID. <laughs> What's wrong with we, you? I mean, we. I don't know. He, I'm not impressed. He, ha- he didn't have a good upbringing. You know, we needed. We, I'm, I'm teaching Jimmy the finer things in life. I can still be thankful for him. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean we doesn't mean I have to just like be sad that he's back. I'm like took a lot took a lot of resources. A lot of good men died getting him back. You know, and then and then like like I just said, his grandma. You know, who's who's gonna bring her back? You know, and 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 the guy that well, took her I out that- broke his gun. Uh, pistol whipping her, you know, and have, have you thought about him? No, you haven't because you're selfish. So I'm sorry, I think that Jimmy. a golden retriever could do more than our intern. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, they do have some really smart golden retrievers. I'm still working on Jimmy with the pee pads inside. Uh, I do think with it by the end of the month, he'll be great though. You know, I have a friend who has a cat that's special needs. I think that cat could do more than Jimmy. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God, you brought the special needs cat into it? Jimmy, no, he's not yeah. He's not serious. He doesn't, he doesn't really mean that, uh, that a special cat could do more than you, even though I did see that cat uh, type a pretty fast email the other day, and, and you have not sent my, my, my food <laughs> order for days. So, you know, but, but he doesn't mean... It was actually just having a seizure on the keyboard, <laughs> but it's whatever. <laughs> but, but it was able to hit send, at least. 
least. You know, it Correct. was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am thankful for wet wipes. Oh, oh God, for wet wipes. Wet wipes are really becoming a thing. I've been listening to a lot of people talking about them. And, and I told you, though, wet wipes might not even be good for you scientifically. But I see you keep using them. Yeah, but it just makes me feel so much better just about myself. You know, I, I um, uh, you know, being home a lot, I poop a lot at home. And I don't like you, to poop a lot You poop a lot elsewhere. What do you mean not in public? You poop every, every time you come to my apartment. I mean, I, take I, a dump in here. I, I do, <laughs> but I, I try to reserve my best poops at home. <sighs> Because I had wet wipes, and I realized, oh, I should just bring wet wipes. So, with so what me you're everywhere. saying is that what you're bringing me here are your bee poops. Great, great, because that's not that's not an insult to injury, you know. Yeah. So, you, so you're bringing your poops over here. You're not even bringing me your your A game here. You're bringing me your your little bee cup poops. I have the <laughs> best dumps at 9 a.m. like clockwork. Oh, well, that, was, that is the best poop time. That, that is my that is also my optimum poop time. So it's actually quite great that we're poop buddies. Maybe we should record a toilet a toilet episode one day. You know. Battle shits. <laughs> I'm winning. Oh, man. the one Because I got the squatty potty on my side. That's true. But, the, but you'll be done quicker. That means I'll have more moves. You know? So you better. Well, I'm all about fast and furious, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way I like my dominant women oh, in the bedroom. That's true. I, th- I thought you liked them deaf. <laughs> 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 no. oh. You're such a oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh, I, I can't say anything. I took us there. Oh my god! I, I took us there. Oh my god! So this everything that's happening here is my fault. I took us there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that that I so I've gotten in the habit of bringing this like fanny pack everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I'm a homo and I'm allowed to. It's a metallic silver. Thank you. And uh, in this fanny pack, um, sometimes I'll put my keys in my wallet, whatnot, if my pants are too tight to hold those. But I will uh, put, like, hand sani, like an extra mask, um, just, like, like, you know, a couple of rubber gloves, possibly, <laughs> because one rubber glove equals five condoms. Be safe during the pandemic. And then I... Um, also, we'll put a bunch of wet wipes. I carry wet you, wipes with me. You everywhere. sound like a gay Ted Bundy. What is this kit? Like what? <laughs> There's also some tape, uh, a little bit of rope, a little bit of chloroform, and uh, but you'll ha- a stun gun. <laughs> you know, you wake up missing a kidney, but your asshole will never be cleaner. That's the SIBO promise. <laughs> yeah, a couple trash bags to to tie around your feet to not leave footprints. You know what I mean? It's all about being safe. This pandemic. That's true. You got a safety first. You gotta be, you gotta be very safe. I, I agree. Yeah. So where's those Republicans? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I would like to give thanks to uh, one Republican, that being the President of the United States, Donald Trump, for all the content he's given me what? through 2020 oh. and over the past four years. Because say what you want about the guy and all the stupid shit he said, but he's given me tons of content. Like, like, for example, remember when he looked directly into the sun during eclipse? Yup. America, mm-hmm. that's the guy we picked to fight a pandemic for us. And that's on us. Yeah, our bad. However, what he lacked in, you know, presidential skills and demeanor, uh, race relations, diplomacy, uh, and speaking ability, he made up for giving me comedy gold, which at the end of the day, if you think about it, is just as good. 
right? Like, sure, most of you lost your jobs, you know, and, you know, your, your 401k is taking a hit. But on the bright side, you can listen to me at home doing my Trump jokes, which, which is just as good as paying your rent or eating dinner tonight. Okay, believe me, you know, it's just as good. But, but not me. I'm going to have the chicken sandwich, okay, because I'm pretty hungry. Believe me, I'm starving. Okay, so uh, uh, let me know how starving goes for you guys, though. It's just not for me. Okay, but you can do it. Okay, believe me. So thank you, Mr. President. And now I have to go work on my Biden impression, which I have to say, no. I'm, not, I'm not excited to do. And, uh, but your dad also wants it. So I got I to I pe- please the people. Got to please the people. Yeah. My dad does want it. He told me, he told me recently, he was like, um, he's like, you need to work on your impressions. Because that will get you on SNL, and I was like, "Oh, that's it. That's all. I got, uh, that's all I have to do." <laughs> oh, you should have told me sooner. He's like, "That's the that's ticket. That's the ticket." <laughs> Come and look at me, son. I see a star. You know what you can do? You can do impressions, right? Can you do impressions? Let's do impressions, son. Let's try it. Can you sound like a gay bird? I'm perfect. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Dad, I I can do any dick. He's like, Let me hear it. I was like, Well, it's more like a visual thing. <laughs> <laughs> I can impersonate him if you look at me. Just, hi, I'm Andy Dick. Oh my God! Wow, it's it's like it's like he's really here. <laughs> oh my God, fantastic! I'm not gay. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I'm not gay. I just need the money. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of politicians, I am thankful this year for Kamala Harris because. Although I'm glad that Biden won, um, if if I if I had oh, a man. list of top ten Democratic uh, nominees, I don't I don't think that he would have made the cut. Not that not that it's because he's like old. It's just that I think that he's fairly conservative for a Democrat, and uh, I'm excited to have Kamala on the team now. Kamala. Uh, has made some mistakes in her past. Now, I will say, I I appreciate that she uh, was the official in a lot of gay weddings, and when she was district attorney in San Francisco, she did a lot for gay rights. But when she was the um, attorney general in California, uh, she definitely ruffled some feathers when she was putting uh, trans women in male prison cells, wow. which was a no-no. Uh, but I do think that everyone's a work in progress, and I think that she will uh, make up for that. In my gut, I think that she realizes that was a bad move and will make up for it. I think she's even owned up to it. She's like, yeah, that was bad. So uh, I am thankful for her. It's like I've, I've had my – damn, that was stupid uh, moments. Uh, but luckily, I, I don't have that kind of power to wield. <laughs> yeah. You know, think about it this way. Like, like, um, like my – I don't have any grandparents alive right now. Like right now, I would never, never support an establishment that had like, you know, a white section and a black section. Mm. No way. Right. Absolutely sure. inappropriate. But, you know, my grandparents may have gone to establishments because that's just was the way of life. Now, do I think that they were bad people because of it? Um, no. I don't. I think that they probably just went to a diner and that's all that they knew. Right. Um, so, you, you know what I mean? But it's easy for us as millennials to be like, they were bad people because they didn't speak up. Uh, I don't know. I think that it was scary to speak up. Yeah. Uh, it's scary to speak up now. But um, but I think that 
Kamala is a good person to have on our team. Yeah, for sure. And that's why he would do it. You, you want someone with a different point of view as you helping you lead, you know, because then you'll be able to Correct. see from that, all sides. That administration has a lot of compromise so, and through compromise comes greatness. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. But I don't I don't have I don't have a Kamala impression, so I can't really do anything with that. And I don't think I think I pull off a Kamala impression. Uh, so I'm just not gonna even not gonna even try. You could as an impression you, you could take it back in the day when she was DA and you say, I now pronounce pronounce you husband and husband. Kiss your homo husband. <laughs> Did she really say that? That's that's all I got. Oh no, god, I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> that's what she used to say. <laughs> that's what she used to do. So drop it in the F word. It's like, <laughs> 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 oh, she's like, I, I, I like, I like to welcome you to this holy mac- macaroni. <laughs> I know you fags like jokes, so there you go. <laughs> uh, oh man. Well, speaking of marriage. And actually, no, I shouldn't, I shouldn't segue with that because I don't want to get anyone too excited. Sure, uh, I'm ready. I would like to thank my girlfriend for another year dating me. You know, it's it's been a joyful bliss. Uh, I'm extra thankful because I've been actually secretly stealing from her for months now, and the scheme only works if we stay together. You see, because I secretly take a dollar from her purse every day before she goes to work, and then I stick it in my piggy bank, which I'm saving up for my PS5 fund. You know, so uh, and by. Piggy bank, you're not referring to your asshole, correct? No, uh, that that only works with change, uh, with bills. Oh, with bills, they get soggy, sure. you know, and then you can't take them into the bank. Yeah. I already tried that, and they were like, whoa, why does this dollar smell like shit, sir? I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it definitely. And you're like, it's funny. It smells the same way my bananas do in my bed. <laughs> it definitely, definitely did not bring it in my ass on the way here and just take it out in line. Definitely, that's not what I was doing. I just had an itch back there um so yeah thanks julie for loving me and for always carrying change around i appreciate it my ps5 fund is almost complete and then maybe i'll be single again ladies so watch out <laughs> <laughs> how, how long have you guys been together it'll be three Four years? no it'll be three years in january three years in january yeah wow yeah. that's like a gazillion years in gay i know i know right i, I i've seen simo date like 12 people and that's not, I'm not just kidding that's not true that's not true you know I thought I used to invite um, uh, potential dates to comedy shows and then like multiple would show up I'm like oh you're all here yeah great remember, remember <laughs> the guy that brought the bouquet of flowers I was like ooh that was, this is weird I was that made me uncomfortable <laughs> you know he I, sat by himself in I'm the front really row I'm big on flowers I felt bad I was like oh. <laughs> and then J- Janelle was like um, what lucky lady are these for? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is getting worse by the moment. <laughs> he's, he, he's like, they're for my boyfriend, Chris Moore. And everybody started clapping. And started then chanting. moments later, I shat myself <laughs> and I rushed home. <laughs> <laughs> that was the same night that I crapped my and pants. That was the same night. That's the day I like to call the best day ever. Yeah. That Uber driver made a fat tip that night. Yes, uh, yes, I bet he did. It was, it was under the seat, and it was smelled like shit. He said it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of my pants on the floor in the bathroom. Me sitting on the toilet, and I took a picture of my old roommate's cat just staring at me, like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Oh my god! <laughs> really? 
I think I even sent you that picture. Gross. I know. Gross. You can see the sadness in the cat's eyes. I hear. You know, it's just like, oh, you know why what? am I smiling? I'm not going to dog Broadway Comedy Club during this pandemic because they did organize um, uh, a, a meal pickup at the at the height of the pandemic when it was really bad back in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, I helped to promote this. Um, uh, they were providing boxes of meals and they also... Um, uh, meals for pets too, which I thought was really. Sweet. Oh, those were those were uh, for pets. So I I I, I was what? not supposed to eat those meals. Shit. Correct. Oh man. No, it was for both. It was both. Okay, good. And I thought that was so fantastic. And they're looking out for their comics, as they knew that you know comics don't make a uh, a lot of money uh, unless you have a day gig. Yep. So if you uh, only do stamp comedy, then in the past seven months you probably haven't made much money. So I thought that was which nice. Which is why Simo is clubs, a part-time fluffer at the porn biz, which is why we, you know, correct. why we do it. Yeah. Um, excuse me, part-time? No, no, no. I'm doing that shit every day. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so uh, my, um, I, I will dog the rest of the economy clubs because part of me is like, you know, you have to like, you have to scratch the public's back before you request that they scratch your back. You know what I mean? So part of me is like, what good do you do to the community and what right is it of yours to request that, you know, we have your back during everyone's time of need? Because I'm not quite sure what you've done for me because there's a lot of comedy clubs. I'm gonna, I might get, you know, roasted for saying this and it is what it is, but like a lot of these comedy clubs just have crooks. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you perform for very little, if any, money. Sometimes they require you to bring so many people. And when you bring these people, uh, they are squished at a table, like shoulder to shoulder next to a stranger. And they're paying $10 plus for a Corona. Or they have these drinks that have no liquor in it because the comedy club, you know, lo and behold, does not have a liquor license. Right. And then they... Um, uh, you know, gratuity is already included, but it's an expensive evening. Some of the shows are way too long. If you ever, if you ever see a bringer, guys, don't go. Fuck, it's so long, oh. it's so bad. As someone, I mean, I know that it's a way to get started for every comedian. I started the bringer out. Simo's done them. We've trust me, we've done them. They are the worst things ever. If you really want to see yeah. a three-hour bad show filled with like sixty-five comedians doing five-minute sets that are night not in any way tight, uh, go check it out. But trust me, if you want to spend two hundred dollars for an evening of that, uh, you you can you can probably go see like a Dave Chappelle for the same amount of money and have a much better time. Just saying. Totally, and and I think to myself like like a lot of comedians were like, "This is so sad, this and that." I'm like, you know, it might be sad because you're missing out on a place where you used to hang out with your friends, and like you'll find a new like meetup grounds. But but you know, I'm not sure if the club themselves if that the if, if they've really given a lot of opportunity. You know, they might have given some stage time, but at what cost? So I, I some of the clubs, there's always exceptions. Some clubs I love, right. but some clubs I'm like, uh, I don't really feel that bad for you. Sorry. You know, if, if you were to be active in the community, then I, I would definitely fight hard to keep you present. 
but because you haven't done shit for me or any of the other comedians, I don't give a flying fuck what happens to you. Like, you're crooked. And Simo works hard for you. He works hard. Like, once uh, I got arrested and Simo tried to get me out of jail and he didn't have any money for a lawyer, but he did uh, set up a really sick dance routine that he did it for protests outside of the courtroom. Uh, and they actually, t- the judge actually saw it and thought it was extremely disrespectful. It tacked on another year to my sentence. And it was actually awful. And awful things happened to me in jail as a result of it. Uh, but he did try. But be honest, <laughs> Jerry Fogel really knew how to work the middle and beat he, the back. He, he really right? did. Yeah. His last roommate really yeah. did teach him the ways right before I got there. So mm-hmm. it worked out for me. Uh, you know, so thanks, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I am thankful for pole dancing. For pole dancing. Yeah, I'm thankful for any sort of like unconventional workout that doesn't feel like I'm working out. And like butt sex, uh, is that, like is that is that is that include butt sex? Because yeah. oh, that's more like a chore. <laughs> that's more like a, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my I lost turn. an argument. T- do what you need to I do. I took the I drew the oh. small straw. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, you know when I was younger in Chicago, this was six years. I posted recently. Six years ago, I started pole dancing. I was taking classes. I was, I was actually doing it in preparation for a show, oh. but it was so nice because, you know, when you're a small guy like me, it's sometimes intimidating when you're at the gym and you're surrounded by all these like huge beefcakes that um, are lifting twice as much as you. I'm and, sorry. And I, I, I'm life. sorry to go next to you at the gym. You know, I promise I'll try to get my huge guns away from you next time. I know it can be quite intimidating when I get myself uh, nice and oiled up and hit the bench press and I... Uh, up a couple reps, you know, usually. But everybody's intimidated. It's not just you. It's just what they say. You know, when Carlos says bench press he, and oil up, he really means that he's put on his swim trunks and spending an hour in the hot dog <laughs> while the rest of us are working I'm eating out. a hot dog while I do it, too. It's, it's, it's really great, though. It's low fat. If do you have any friends like that who are <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I'm going to go to the gym, and you're like, are you going to do anything in the actual gym or just sit in the steam I, room? I had a buddy once at a... And it, this is in my high school hometown gym. Um, it was next to a Burger King. And we're working out. And all of a sudden, he's like, he was a big guy at the time. Like, he's like maybe like 280 pounds, uh, severely overweight. And we do like two sets of something. He's like, man, my head hurts so bad. I, I need to take a break. Uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to get some water. All of a sudden, like 15 minutes go by. And then I go upstairs to see what the hell happened to this guy. And then I see him coming back into the gym holding a whopper. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's like, I just needed I just needed a whopper, man. I think I think that's what's wrong. My blood sugar was low. And then he proceeded to eat this thing inside the gym <laughs> while I was like busting out a set. I was like, what the fuck, dude? What is, what's wrong with you? You can't do that. So yeah. It's kind of brilliant, though, to open up a gym next to a Burger it King. It definitely is genius. That's, uh, the, the, that's job security. The, the, job, the gym is still there. And that's, I mean, really, that, that gym is pandemic-proof. It's recession-proof. A lot of things have happened to hit that small town. And that gym is still standing strong next to that Burger King. They're kind of, they kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. I, think, I think they can't, it's like they can't live without the other. It's definitely it's like the yin and yang, for sure. One time... So my dad's gotten gastric bypass twice. He had twice. like a regular surgery and then like a revision surgery. Yeah, because he gained all his weight back. Oh. So how do they revise it then? Do they they cut more of the stomach? What do they I do? I think so. Um, now you get half the stomach. Early on, <laughs> bitch. 
they took some of the stomach and some of the large intestine, like put it together. Wow. And to this day, he still has to like inject his stomach with like vitamin B or something, like all these different vitamins. He has to give himself syringes in his gut. Ooh. I'm like, ooh, gross. So, um, uh, <laughs> shout out, Dad. Uh, <laughs> hey, Dad. Gross. Uh, so he had to go to these, um, uh, these support group meetings for like a year in order to qualify for this extensive surgery. That's like part of like the rules in Maryland. And so he, um, uh, I remember I went to one of these meetings and we broke and then we came back from the break and I went to the vending machine and got M&M's <laughs> and I'm in the back of this meeting and they just hear crinkling and everyone turned to look at me and I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm eating M&M's and everyone's looking at so me what? like, what? seriously, what? how do you think anything of it? I was like, why would they even have a vending I'm machine? I'm hungry, God. <laughs> They they were making the comparisons like you know if you if you're a crackhead stay out the crack house if you're if you're drunk stay out the bar but if you have problems with food then like what do you do you need food to live and here I am like mm. <laughs> <laughs> but without without a clue like oh shit dude actually in, Ven- in Venezuela a couple of years ago the president uh, who is this you know piece of shit of a guy uh, he was sitting there giving a conference to the whole country on TV, talking about how they're going to need to tighten things up and prepare for sacrifices, which would mean less food to go around and all that stuff. But he's ready to take make those sacrifices with them. And then they quickly cut away from him. And then when they, they act, the camera accidentally cut back to him, he was taking a bite out of his lunch. And it was like, a, this is a big, big ass arepa, which is like a sandwich, essentially. So imagine this man like, you guys are going to have to make some sacrifices. I'm ready. Cut away, cut back. And he's eating like a double decker sandwich. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like, what a fucking idiot, man. You couldn't wait five minutes to take a bite of that sandwich. Like, I know I've been there where you're looking at food, but come on, man, take a better topic that's so <laughs> shitty so shitty oh my god well i got one left how many you got left i'm thankful for my pole dancing oh oh and shout out to x pole uh that that um supplies competition grade poles for your home yeah and uh if it wasn't for that i um wouldn't look the way that i do hear that ladies? yeah simo simo oh. is an expert on the pole uh he loves the poles he, he knows all about poles uh, he'll take poles of any shape and size, uh, mostly poles that he can bring home and share with his friends. You know, uh, you know some 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 poles he needs to oil up more than others to make them you know fit around the arrangements that he needs them for. But yeah, I I, I say Simo loves to jump on a pole uh, any day of the week, and that I can give you a fresh check guarantee. <laughs> so I would like to, as my last one, give thanks to 2020. For I know you've taken a lot of things away from us, 2020, but you've, I want to thank you for keeping my Frat Chat podcast co-host Simo around for another year. You know, I know, I know he's getting up there in age, so every day is a blessing with him because he's pretty old. You know, but Simo is a great co-host and provides a ton of hilarious content. You know, he kind of reminds me of the WB Frog. You know, both are great dancers, uh, both gay. <laughs> Though the frog is a much better singer. So, however, I will say I would not trade Sebo for the world as my co host at all, uh, unless Conan O'Brien is available. Uh, Jimmy, can we get Conan? 
no, 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 that's a no, Conan. Okay, then well, I would not trade her. <laughs> yeah, you could do it with the Pompadour. Okay. And then I would not trade him for the world, then. Then I would totally not trade him for the world. If you can do, if you can do the Conan Pompadour, then, then you're golden. I'll, I'll take it. I think, I think, that's a, I think it's a compromise. Um, well, I'm thankful for you, too, because you're a foreigner, <laughs> and that makes us diverse. That's true. That's true. And, and I, I've managed to upset quite a lot of Simo's uh, family, you know? Uh, so my friendship alone is worth a lot of points for him at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. So it's great stuff. It's great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't know, man. I was going to try to go to my parents, but things 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 are scary and dicey. So I actually have no idea yet. How about you? Um, I'm not doing anything. I just feel like it's too much at stake. Too much to risk. You know, someone tweeted the other day that if you feel that with these heightened restrictions that it is putting a cramp on your social life, then you are the, probably the reason why there are heightened restrictions. Oh, I saw that. Get your shit I together. saw that. I was like, that is definitely not applicable to me because I hate going out. And as you know, this, <laughs> you can attest to this. Look, when the pandemic hit and they're like, oh, stay at home order. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can't come out, guys. Y'all, that damn pandemic. It's totally not up to me. If it was up to me, I'd be out hanging out with all of you, you know, and going to the bar. Wait, I cannot wait to be sloppy drunk. I want to be white girl wasted. Out, out, out in the club. At the bar. See, out in the club. See, I don't know, man. I just love being lazy and watching TV. And like, it's like, yes. I'm done. I don't have to do shit. I love it. Like, even if I... The day that I become, like, a rich millionaire and have a mansion, I'll probably just stay in my mansion and be a recluse even there. Like, <laughs> I'm totally excited to do that. That is, like, my goal. Like, Marlon Brando, people are like, the guy stayed 37 years in his mansion and didn't come out except to film movies. I was like, that sounds excellent. I love yeah, it. that sounds pretty good. And he didn't even have He's he didn't even have Amazon. Sex with men that that's mansion. that's true. He definitely definitely uh had a little visit to our boy Richard Pryor, you know? That's 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 what I hear. Confirmed by Richard Pryor's wife. Check it out, Google it. It's a true story. Wait, that's true? Yeah, true story. Richard Pryor and Marlon Brando used to bone. They used to bone because they used to take quaaludes and bone. And they would they would take turns boning each other too. So it wasn't even like one was the giver and the taker. It was just you know it was as as his wife put it, Richard Pryor's wife put it. It was the seventies, so things would just get weird, you know. <laughs> I am fascinated yeah. by that. I cannot wait to Google that when we when, when we everybody's boning everybody. It was the seventies. That's what that's the excuse that Bill Cosby tried in court though, and uh, did not fly. Well, in front of a judge. Your Honor, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a product of the 70s, Your Honor. I just gave the lady a little bit of a quickly juice in her OJ. And then she went to sleep in the poppity and woke up with my pippity poppity and her pippity poppity. Mr. Cosby, that is very disturbing behavior that you just described to the court. I recommend that you go to jail for the rest of your life, sir. That is That is terrifying. Oh, Oh my God. Well, on that note, <laughs> I motion to adjourn so I can go Google some stuff. And uh, second, make sure you follow our sponsor, The Moon Life Clothing, at themoonlife.com and The Moon Life Clothing on Instagram. And Mr. Simo, now let's get out of here. All right. Ciao, guys. Toodles. See ya.